It's tricky. It's tricky. I call my imposter syndrome the gremlin because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a, 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 a tiny little monster that is sitting on my shoulder telling me things like, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, people are going to judge you because you're doing that. Why are you doing this? Why mm. are you, you know, why are you even here? <laughs> so I've been training myself. I've been studying about, about not, not formally studying, but just trying to learn more about imposter syndrome and trying to seek my self-awareness on why, why am I letting my gremlin my gremlin convince me that I'm not good enough. Well, hello there, and welcome to the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. This is the podcast for motivated English learners who want to speak English fearlessly and learn practical tips and strategies to conquer the SELPIP exam. I also love to feature encouraging interviews with regular people, people just like you, who are working towards becoming fluent in English, so we can learn from their experiences together. Who am I? My name is Aaron Nelson. I've been an English teacher for over 16 years, and I now work to help students prepare for the SELPIP exam through online classes. Today, I'm excited to bring you part two of an interview I did with a new teacher friend of mine. If you're just joining us, that was her in the intro a few seconds ago. And just to remind you a little about her, my guest is originally from Brazil. And over the years, she has worked to become fluent in English. She has also been an English teacher for over 14 years, both in person and online. She also works to mentor other English teachers on their journey to develop their teaching practice. My guest works hard to help learners understand how they learn English the best. And she collaborates with teachers to develop courses and language learning strategies to benefit their students. Today we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome and how it has impacted my guest as well as how it can and might be impacting you and what you can be doing about it. This is such an important topic because if left alone, imposter syndrome can keep you from making important progress with your English. It can also rob you from wonderful opportunities because of the way it makes you think and feel about yourself and your abilities. So I'd like to invite you to please sit back Relax and join me in part two of my conversation with Talita Oshedi. This is a a question that made me dig deeper. I actually bought a book about imposter syndrome <laughs> to learn more about it. I started watching videos about it. And so I would like actually to get a definition from Dr. Lisa Orbe Austin. Uh, who specialized her studies in imposter syndrome for um, leaders, which is very interesting. And she defines imposter syndrome as the experience uh, in which you are skilled, uh, you are an expert, you have experience, but you haven't internalized 
that. I think that's a very simple and nice way to to explain imposter syndrome. So you have that feeling that you are fraud, that you're not good enough, and that you have the fear that people will find out how bad you are, how not qualified, and how, how not skilled you are. And then you try to compensate your, your fear uh, working more or procrastinating or uh, self-sabotaging. And some people can... Um, suffer from anxiety, depression, even burnout. If you're at work, <clears throat> trying to compensate for like, oh, I need to be good enough, right? Uh, so there are many, uh, many uh, consequences that can come from this feeling because it leads to actions that are not aligned with a healthy state of mind. And how have you dealt or experienced uh, imposter syndrome in your own work as a teacher, in your life in general, how has it been impacting you? It's tricky. It's tricky. I call my imposter syndrome the gremlin because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a, 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 a tiny little monster that is sitting on my shoulder telling me things like, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, people are going to judge you because you're doing that. Why are you doing this? Why mm. are you, you know... Why are you even here? <laughs> so I've been training myself. I've been studying about, about not, not formally studying, but just trying to learn more about imposter syndrome and trying to seek my self-awareness on why, why am I letting my gremlin, my gremlin convince me that I'm not good enough. And I've been also tracking my progress on, like, oh, Talita from 10 years ago would never be as efficient, as productive as, you know, I, I didn't have as much knowledge as I have right now. So it's not perfect. No, I still have a long way to go. Yes, but I'm, I'm the process and life is a process, right? I think uh, there are cycles and cycles of learning. And that made me more motivated, actually, to... Um, understand the learning process because we are going to be learning until the, the day we are not we are not living anymore we learn about death we learn about uh, grieving we learn about uh, a new child that that is uh, coming to life we learn about everything learning is everywhere uh, we learn about relationships the relationships uh, relationships with ourselves, so when we have the learning skills, we can apply that to language learning too. And frustration is part of the lear learning process. Oh yeah, Fail failure, failure is is there all the time. It's it's in life and it's in learning too. <laughs> so um, I try to keep myself mindful about all those things. But sometimes my gremlin try grows stronger, and I need to just kick it out of my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I do you see, do you ever see your students struggling with that as well? All the time. Um, I have one student. She's been with me, I think, for almost five years now. Not not constantly. She stopped for a while, and then she came back. Yeah. Um, so um, 
um, a couple of years ago, she finished her master's and her professor suggested that she could translate her, uh, her research into, uh, translate it to English because it was in Portuguese. And I told her, yes, you're going to do that. I'm going to help you. She said, oh, no, I cannot do it. I said, yes, you can. <laughs> so it turns out that her, her uh, research was so good that she was approved to present in an international conference in English. And wow. she said, no, no, I cannot do that. I cannot. I said, well, people invited you. You were approved. How, how come you cannot do that? You are the expert. People are learning from you. You're going to tell them something you know, they don't know. Oh, but you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm not good enough. My English is not good enough. And then she, when she finished, I had to convince her that she, she made it because she was capable of, she, she finished the whole process. She, she came back from the conference and she told me she didn't, still didn't feel that she deserved to be there. And I said, no, <laughs> you have to stop. And the, it's when it gives me motivation to tell about my story too. I tell her, I know how you feel because I feel that way too. I fight my imposter syndrome every day. So I know how it feels. So listen to me when I say, because I'm telling you, I telling, I'm telling myself and both of us need to work on that. I said, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so amazing though, isn't it? How... Well, how destructive and persistent those those little gremlins can be, and what a negative. Well, if we let them, how what a negative effect they can have on our life. I mean, imagine your your student if she listened to those gremlins long enough and didn't go through with translating her her work into English, and then being brave enough to go and present it also in English. I mean, imagine if she never did that and how her exactly. life would have been so much smaller in a way because she didn't step into those spaces where there are, I'm sure there is fear, there's self doubt and well, the imposter syndrome thing too. But I think that that is so true about all of us. I mean, I, I know I have my loud gremlins that sit all over my shoulders and they've got lots to say. <laughs> and just thinking about that, how, like if I listen to these guys What's going to happen? And if I decide to not nothing listen, nothing is going to happen. Exactly, they're they're refraining you from advancing. <laughs> yeah, they, they do keep us down, don't they? And um, but yeah. that's important to think about. I mean, it affects all of us. It it doesn't matter if you're a teacher or a student or a lawyer or a doctor or, um, you know, it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. You always have that possibility of listening to the wrong. <laughs> to the wrong influence, you know, the the one that maybe is designed to keep you safe, but it's definitely not, it's not helping you to grow <laughs> at all. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was listening to a podcast saying that imposter syndrome is part of the modern world now because uh, we are stepping into so much innovation. So many, we don't have the safety that, oh, uh, I know exactly what's going to happen in the future. There is in, um, artificial intelligence. There is so much going on. And this insecurity um, just from, from the outer world also triggers our 
inner insecurity. Mm. And I found it a very interesting uh, thought. And that's why I think it's interesting that we keep looking at ourselves. What's triggering that? Why, why, why am I feeling that way? You know, is it really true? So we need to make sense of what our thoughts are telling us sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now called Soundtracks. It's by John Acuff. I didn't bring it with me. Otherwise, I would have flashed it up on the screen. Not that anybody in this podcast will be able to see it because it's a podcast. But um, <laughs> yeah, it talks a lot about the the soundtracks in our mind, like the the voices that we listen to, usually negative and it, it recommends exactly what you're talking about, about when you notice that you're feeling that that gremlin speaking to you, to not just take it as the truth, but to be willing to pause, take down that that gremlin, look at it, and have a conversation around it. Like, what is, is this thing telling me something that is true? Is this thing telling me yeah. something that is going to help me or is it something that's going to hurt me if I listen to it? What are its intentions? You know, to, to like to, to start examining all those, uh, well, the imposter syndrome, why is it there? And what is it telling you? And uh, th do you have to listen to it? That that was one of the, th the big arguments of the book. I, I'm not finished it yet, but I really thought that was clever, you know, to, to not just take it as the truth but to be willing to pause and and challenge it and ask questions mm -hmm. of it to to see if it's something that you really do need to listen to or or to throw away as you say <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, it's not a, about avoiding but just uh looking at it with curiosity or try to understand where this is coming from before you you ditch it <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. If you're enjoying what Talita has been sharing, and by the way, part three will be coming next Tuesday, and maybe you're like, I'm going to do that again. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. If you've been enjoying what Talita has been sharing, you can get in touch with her and follow her. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. If you've been enjoying what Delita has been sharing, and part three will be coming next Tuesday, by the way, and you'd like to get in touch with her, you should head over to her website at www.talitalearn.org forward slash bio. That's www.talita. L-E-A-R-N dot org forward slash bio. You can also follow her on Instagram at Talita dot learn. Today we covered a lot of great things, didn't we? If you'd like to get a cheat sheet of the main points we talked about today, like Talita's strategies that helped her build her English fluency, and some helpful information about imposter syndrome, you totally can. Best of all, you can do it for free just by going to www.selpipsuccess.com forward slash resources. That's selpipsuccess.com forward slash resources. 
where you can sign up and grab a free cheat sheet of the most important points from today's episode. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll see you next Tuesday for the third and final part of my interview with Talita. Have a great week. Bye. Hey, you guys. If you're still listening, well, bravo. I'm so glad you're still here. I just wanted to share with you some of the mistakes I made in the recording of this interview, specifically the last part where I was trying to tell you how you could get in touch with Talita. Surprisingly, this took me like three or four different takes to get it right. I kept making mistakes. I kept making it sound really creepy, like you could follow her, or I was getting her address wrong when I was trying to give her Instagram handle. It wasn't pretty. It took me like three or four times to get it right. So what you heard was probably the fourth attempt just now. And I thought I'd share this with you just because it it's kind of fun. And to poke fun of myself a little bit and just to let you know that it's normal to make mistakes. And if you're trying to work on your English skills, you're going to be making mistakes. So it's all right. Enjoy these little mistakes that I made. Her on Instagram at talita.learn. That's at Instagram. Well, <laughs> You can also follow her on Instagram at Talita. <laughs> Boy, this is hard. You can also follow her on Instagram at Talita.learn.